FM is Decatur and Bluffton. Some ecologists are warning of a worm apocalypse. Is there reason to squirm? We will investigate on the Old Farmer's Almanac Radio Report. With more practical tips and useful advice, this is the Old Farmer's Almanac Radio Report for Wednesday, November 14th, the 318th day of the year. Britain's Prince Charles celebrates a birthday, and Moby Dick was first published in the U.S. on this day in 1851. The term warm apocalypse is being used to describe an alarming reduction of earthworm populations in farmland all around the world. While that may be a bit sensationalized, long-term studies do show a remarkable loss of earthworms where conventional farming methods are used. Overplowing and chemical fertilizers get most of the blame. Here's the good news. Less tillage, use of cover crops, crop rotation, and manuring can repair things in a jiffy. The revitalized, worm-friendly soil will have a healthier organic mineral mix within a few seasons. That is the Old Farmer's Almanac Radio Report. Have a question for the Old Farmer? Ask it online at almanac.com. Welcome to Hit Your Fireplace and Patio Solutions High School Sports Weekly, where we will cover the past, take a look at the present, forecast the future of high school sports in Adams and Wells County. So sit back and relax and join yours truly, Bob Adams, along with Rex Brewer for year 19 of Hit Your Stoves High School Sports Weekly. Note the opinions expressed by Bob and Rex are theirs alone and do not reflect the opinions of WGBD at Stafford sponsors. What is the centerpiece in your home this winter? A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodel by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the centerpiece of your home that it's designed to be. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barn beam mantles, custom wood mantles, stone veneer, and wood cabinets. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Burn. Are you doing some home improvements? Come to Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza for a rental equipment to make your project easier. For concrete work, we have a power trowel, concrete finish tools, and walk-behind concrete saws. For yard projects, rent a sod cutter, an overseeder, or aerator. Installing pavers? Use a plate compactor and block saw. Your locally owned hardware store in the same location for 46 years. Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza. Your do-it-best store. Adams Memorial Hospital's surgical team includes Dr. Jennifer Taylor, board certified in general surgery, and nurse practitioner Amanda Silking. Dr. Taylor performs general surgery, including laparoscopic procedures such as hernia repairs, gallbladder, skin cancer, and breast surgeries, colonoscopies, and colon and rectal procedures. Dr. Taylor's office is in the Adams Medical Complex. To schedule an appointment, call 260-728-3982. Adams Memorial Hospital, exceptional care close to you. Even though we print worldwide, we are most proud of you, our friends, neighbors, and associates that make Mind's Eye Graphics a world leader in screen printing and embroidery. Hi, this is Greg Kitson, and on behalf of our staff and myself, I want to say thank you for making Decatur and Adams County a great community to live and work. Please think of us at Mind's Eye, 1019 West Commerce Drive, 
for all your screen printing and embroidery needs. If you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Welcome back to Hit Your Fireplace and Patio Solutions. I'm Bob Adams. And I'm the other guy. And the other guy tonight is his last show. I've chosen to not be working every night of the week, Bob. <laughs> I can understand It's that. been fun and enjoyable talking to all these young kids, but uh, I just have way, much, way too much stuff going. You reached that point in your life when you got a grandkid on the way? I've reached that point a long time ago. I just yeah. now realized that I'm too busy. <laughs> you know, it's it's like I haven't had a weekend off during the high school sports season in 20 years or so, or 25 now probably, and it uh, it kind of wears on you because there are nights that you would like to do other things. Well, like I have a new job that I also I travel quite a bit for work, so like tomorrow I won't get home till late tomorrow night. So you and I have to go to Logansport on Friday night, and I have to bounce girls basketball on Saturday night too. So that's like about every night of the weekend. Mm -hmm. This moneymaker golden voice, you got to save it. You just can't use it all up. Uh, sounds like you've used most of it already. <laughs> it don't, I don't have a lot left right now. Uh, we got some special guests tonight. Yeah, I was able to talk to uh, Belmont High School wrestling coach Paul Gunsett, and he brought a few of his wrestlers up here with him tonight. And uh, a couple of them have been with us before, maybe one newbie. But uh, I know that these young men enjoy being up here and uh, enjoy our company, believe it or not. But uh, always have some good conversation, and uh, we had some good conversation you know, off air to kind of prep it, but uh, always a, a good group of guys when the wrestlers come up, getting ready for their first match next Tuesday night as they take on Columbia City, and we'll talk more with Paul about that. You know, we're 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 you and I are ten years apart, and I imagine you and Paul are probably eight, eight years, years apart. apart. I was yeah. going to say around ten, and uh, you were talking about people at school, and, and it's amazing how things change over a you know relatively short period of time, yeah. and. Did you know so-and-so? No, she wasn't there. Did you know so-and-so? She wasn't there. And uh, No, I think she died before I got there. So, you know, that's just... None of them that, none of them that I know of have ever died, but... Um. But it's, uh, it's an interesting conversation. But uh, first of all, we'd like to welcome all of our all of our guests tonight. Appreciate them coming. And I know this is a busy time of year, and they're talking about AP chemistry and uh, advanced calculus and all this stuff that... Uh, I took 100 years ago, but, you know, there's a lot more to it now than there was then because it's like, you know, we graduated from pencil and paper to computers. Yeah, I squeaked past intro to algebra and was happy with there that. You go. So, I took all those hard classes, but they didn't have, like, college prep class. I mean, uh, college, you know, advanced, uh, whatever they call it. I can now. guarantee you, I never use algebra in my daily job. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I, took, I took two years of calculus and two years of physics, and... Uh, you don't need that I, as a locksmith, do you? I, I haven't used any of it yet for a long, long time. <laughs> Although I do, I do remember I was working in a lumber yard and I was showing a guy who was supposed to be uh, know what he was doing. He would figure garages and stuff, and he couldn't figure out why this one estimate was so low. Well, he left the roof off of the garage, and I had to point that out to him. So, uh, you know, I, I think if you're going to build a garage, you do want a roof over it, and you know. But, Unless you want a low-budget garage, then yeah, you don't need a roof. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. You do see some <laughs> strange things, but so what the heck. So, Mr. Gunsett, tell us a little bit about your team this year real quick. Um, well, we're going to be really young and, and experienced. Well, really young, but they are experienced. But, you know, it's a little different from going from the middle school level to the high school level. So we'll take some probably lumps along the way, just learning curves. And I think by the time the end of the year comes around, we'll be we'll be pretty sharp, I would think. 
Rex Hopefully. mentioned earlier that the uh, the eighth grade class last year was fairly strong, and you also have a couple of females this year. Yes, they're fairly strong and all but they're light. young, obviously. Yeah, and light. I mean, we need some <laughs> need not some very good. many big guys in our room right now, but it's fun to watch our practices. I mean, those everybody's in there working really hard and uh, doing a lot of different things and covering a lot of material. It's it's been great. It's been it's been a lot of fun. You know, it would seem to me that that's that's when it is is is, is fun to coach. You know, you don't have you come into a season and and there's not a lot of pressure on you to go undefeated or maybe not a lot of pressure to win the conference. Although you'd like to do both of those things, mm-hmm. but then you got a bunch of young kids that are 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 basically there to learn. And uh, Rex talked about this a little bit there. The 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 kids you get at this point in time are the kids that want to be there. Right, and and. They put their time in. I mean, these kids, most most of the kids we've got in a room have put a good summer in, put a good fall in, put a good spring in. I mean, they've been they're pretty committed, and that makes a world of difference if you get committed kids. You know that they, they buying in and they're listening and they're working hard because they have goals. So hopefully we can get them there. You know, it it it, it struck me kind of funny when you said you got a lot of light kids this year. You need some heavier kids usually. Uh, in in past years, it's kind of been the opposite way around. You're always looking for those lighter kids and. You know, you got a bunch of guys that come off the f- football field. Right. Yeah, well, it runs in cycles. Some years we, we're top-heavy. Some years we are uh, heavy and more people in the lighter weights. And so. One thing, Paul, I know that you've your coaches at the junior high level, there are guys that come right out of your room, so they know the type of practice that these kids are going to have to be uh, exposed to at the high school level. So. I mean, they kind of coach these kids up, so it's not a big culture shock coming in from a junior high practice to your high school practice. I mean, that's one good thing about having that, that nice, tough coaches at the mm-hmm. junior high level to kind of coach them up and get them ready for you. Yeah, but down at the middle school level, it's a little bit more um, – We they do a little more teaching, and they don't do nearly as much conditioning. You just got to turn yeah. the intensity up a little, right? We, we We crank it up a little bit more. The longer practices, the harder practices, but to be able to compete with them, we're not trying to compete against the teams that aren't really working hard. We're trying to compete against the teams that are best in the state. Are we there yet? Probably not. But I want I want to give my kids every opportunity to win those matches, so they're going to be the fittest person out there. And I know that this junior high team uh, did very well in the in the state duels last year competing very closely with some of the best schools in the state correct yes i believe they just i think they lost one match out there yeah they've been real competitive with those teams and there's of course the middle school level you got so many more weight classes in which i think they got 17 so i guess it's only three more but it's it's a big difference okay we'll get back with you guys just here in, in a little bit but first we'll take a look at the uh, woodcrest week in review uh, the Norwell girls basketball team was ranked eighth in the latest 3A poll. And Grace Hunter became the all-time girls leading scorer at Belmont last night. She had 24 points and a 68-60 win over Dwinger. And, Bob, you're sitting right behind me, and we talked about this on the way down. When they took an intentional timeout so I could make the announcement, she scored. She didn't really know much about that. She'd broken it, and she really didn't care. She just wanted to get out of timeout and back to playing. And she's like, at that point in time, they were playing really well, and yeah. I think they'd run up a twelve or thirteen point lead. <laughs> they had some momentum. And she's like, all right, enough of this crap. I don't want to talk about. I was scoring. I was told, and I don't know if it was you or someone else, but I was told beforehand that she had no idea that she was even close. Correct. Her her dad said, we don't talk about it. 
He said, if you say, if you say her, don't say anything to her about it because she doesn't know about it. We don't focus on it. He said, so when it happens, it happens, and it's going to be a surprise to her like everybody else. So. Well, you know, she came up with a volleyball team, and, and when I told her she was the second girl in the county in all the years that they've played now since 1976 to reach 1,000 points as a junior, she had no idea. She didn't know. No. She didn't know. Didn't care. Yeah. You know, so, but it's quite an achievement yeah. nonetheless. And speaking about girls basketball, Friday night, uh, last Friday night, it was Belmont over Woodland 60-35. to Bluffton beat Blackford 59-27. In football, Adam Central won the uh, regional in the 1A level, 38-12 to over Monroe Central. In a very cold game. It was cold and windy and nasty. And you know what? Those kids were standing out there in their, you know, I don't think any of the kids had any kind of winter gear on. The coaches did, but the kids didn't. They didn't care. Bob and I were freezing, and we were inside the press box. That's right. I'll tell you what. They brought Subway sandwiches in and sent them down, and I had one for the game. At the end of the game, the sandwiches were colder then sitting on the counter <laughs> than when we first got them. And it's like, they're not even a cooler, and they got colder while we got here. So, Okay, Saturday Night Girls Basketball. Adam Central picked up a win, 46-40 over Fremont. McKenna Dice, who is the uh, stepdaughter of the new coach there at Adam Central, had 19 points. Norwell beat Angola, 45-35. South Adams beat Blackford, 59-28. Lydia Loshi with 19. Shaylin Bowman with 18. Uh, Eastbrook beat Southern Wells 70 to 36. Swimming Saturday, Norwell Invitational. Columbia City was first, Oak Hill second, Norwell third. Adams Central was eighth, Belmont ninth, South Adams tenth. But Ashley Lefevre from South Adams did win both the hundred butterfly and the hundred freestyle. Tuesday night girls basketball, Belmont beat Dwinger 68 to 60. Grace Hunter with 24, Megan Busick with 19. Belmont now three and one. Miss Sinowal beat Bluffton 57-49. Emma Boots with 14. Southern Wells beat Blackford 42-41. Kirtland Noble with 16 points for Southern Wells. Uh, Bluffton beat Huntington North in swimming, and Norwell beat Adam Central pretty bad in swimming. And that was the, the week that was in high school sports. We'll take a break, and we'll come back and talk to our special guests right after this. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent, someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graeber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. Member Adams Health Network. Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111. Did a monkey pick your pocket and steal your keys? Did a bomo scare you and run off with your keys? Did a ghost spook you and cause you to drop your keys down a sewer grate? Did the National Guard run over your keys with a tank? 
If any of this happened to you, or if you just need some lock work done, a safe combination change, or some keys made, then call Bob's Locksmith Shop. That's Bob's Locksmith Shop at 724-3359, Adams County's only full-time locksmith. Welcome back to Hitzer Fireplace and Patio High School Sports Weekly. Uh, I'm Rex Burr along with Bob Adams. And, Bob, uh, we already kind of introduced uh, Coach Gunsett, but I want to ask him a question. Paul, usually every year as it rolls around, things change a little bit. Uh, any new rules changes of, that may affect the uh, outcome of the matches this year? Yeah, the uh, big one. Well, they're concentrating this year on stalling. Oh, are they? Trying to hit more stalling. Uh so you'll probably see more stalling in the matches. And out-of-bounds, we're going to be able to wrestle more out-of-bounds. This and Last year was if your knees touched the mat, you were considered out. Now that doesn't come in play. You have to have two supporting points in. So, like if I'm wrestling Kyle, if we've got both feet out, well, if both of us have one foot out and one foot in, we're still able to wrestle live. Mm. So, cause, so it's two supporting points per person or for both of you, so. Well, my son Manny is at uh, Manchester and got a job uh, broadcasting sports, and he broadcast a wrestling match there night, and he called me after his over, and he goes, man, they let them kids wrestle on the gym floor. He said, they're in the bleachers wrestling still. He said, college, they just let them go. They don't, they, he said, you can start in anywhere you want. And he said, when you're done, he said, they're off the floor and they're still wrestling. Well, in college, you're supposed to, if they touch the floor, they're supposed to stop yeah. it. But they, if they get a toe in bounds, they continue to wrestle. Anything you start in yeah. proceeds out. Right. See, we can't go below our knees. I yeah. believe is the way I read it. So, so anything from the knees to the so if my knee if I'm have someone on their back and they pull me, my knees go past the line. We're out of bounds. I thought you just said that changed. No, my change. I I can't. I don't have to be on my knee. I can be on my knees and still have you on your back or off my knees. I can't remember which yeah. it was last year, so it doesn't matter if I'm on or off yeah. my knees. So it's just they've opened up the wrestling area right. a little bit. Absolutely. So anything, anything, anything other than that? Weight classes all the same, everything like that. Yeah, yep. So um, you talked about your your lighter weights. Um, do you think uh, you're going to be able to stabilize and get enough kids in to balance out the weight classes that you're not going to be too short on top? I know that asked Dakota about wrestling. He's he's wrestling up a few weights again this year. Yeah, he's wrestling 95 for us, and then he wrestled a kid off today who is going to probably be our 220 pounder, but he's still a freshman, so it's one of those where he's still kind of body needs to mature a little bit more, which is a lot of our team. You'll see that as we wrestle. So, and we got and we got a heavyweight, but like I said, he's still a freshman that's still inexperienced, and mm-hmm. you know he'll struggle some. So, well, a lot because he's. I mean, he's wrestling men with beards oh, yeah. and mustaches, and, yeah. and you know. So, so I think we'll have someone in the lineup, but you know, sometimes I might not be using some of them so paul how many how many seasons is this for you as a head coach and how many years have you have you been with the program for, with belmont's program yeah. this is my fourth year i think as a head coach and since 94 that's 24 years and i know that this, only this because when 25 when when grace hunter broke the record last night chris the ranking set that in 1994 and i did the math it's 24 years ago so, yeah, so i'm not really that go. fast on it i just wrote down <laughs> last night so why don't you pass the microphone to the first young man here? And <clears throat> this young man's been up here for cross country and track and wrestling a few times. Uh, introduce yourself, young man. Uh, I'm Kyle Lawson, Jr. Belmont. A.K.A. the Energizer Bunny is what we always refer to him as. It uh, seems like this guy's got more energy than we need. Uh, Kyle, uh, 
anything exciting happen in your life since we last talked to you? Anybody up here on Hits or Sports? Nothing exciting in sports. Uh, I got a new truck, though, so that's pretty cool. There you go. Got a new truck. Um, you had a good uh, cross-country season? Uh, it was good until I injured my hamstring at the very end, but yeah. I'm, I've already gone through physical therapy. We're going to fix that. Doesn't slow you down wrestling that much? No, not at all. Uh, what were you planning on wrestling this year? Uh, I plan on staying at 126. Going to make it there okay and not struggling too awful bad? Not, oh, not, too not much struggling. Cut. Okay. We're fine. Uh, tell us how far you made it last year and what what your aspirations for this year are. Uh, last year I made it to Friday night at State, and that match I feel like I could, it could have gone two ways. And Like last year you said you go out there and you kind of get blindsided, and that's exactly what happened with me. So I think going back this year, um, I definitely want to place in the top five this year. That's my goal. Can't, I can't remember match. You, you got down early and came back and got – Got close. I almost pinned him. Yeah. Yeah. It was eight, eight to twelve. Yeah. It was a good match. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of thing. You've had that experience, that exposure. You understand what it's going to be like now, and you don't have that little trickle going down your leg when you walk out yeah. there underneath the big mats. But uh, anything you think you can work on this year that uh, to help you improve over last year, either in practice or on a match, on a mats. Um, definitely working, defending the legs, and working on some offense from the legs. That's kind of my goal this year. And definitely getting closer from hand fighting and tie-ups. That's pretty much my – and single legs, that's my whole goal. Anybody locally in the area that's going to be a challenge for you that you know of in uh, the local schools? Besides John Rubel, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> and he's not scoring points against you, but, I mean, I mean sometimes the, the toughest matches are the guys that you wrestle in the room. So Definitely. Uh, my junior year, uh, I was undefeated in – matches until i got oh to the state finals but i lost three times during the season in wrestle-offs to the guy in the room so i wrestled back and forth and finally in this the last time i beat him before the they said okay it's gonna be a triple overtime wrestle triple overtime for finally beat him so the my only losses all season long before i got to the final match in the state finals was somebody in my room so who would that be that would be rodney teamy bruce's younger brother you know bruce teamy don't oh, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bearded one. So, the, Santa. The, you know, skinny Santa. Phil and Bruce and her, their brother Rod was uh, was in our class, and and he, he's a year ahead of me, but tough wrestler. I mean, one of those guys that you just tough matches. But uh, um, what are you? Uh, you're senior now, right? No, I'm a junior. You're a junior? Oh man, he's been around forever. So anyway, like, I'm still um, We we may have asked you this, but uh, I mean, even though it's your junior year, what are you thinking about things for next year, about uh, in your senior year and when you finish and what you're going to look at for after college? Uh, for college? Uh, do you mean finish wrestling? No, I'm just talking what do you think you're going to do after high school, period. Oh, um, I've been looking into engineering, but I also like to argue, so I was thinking about like law school, <laughs> but I'm not sure yet. <laughs> well, save that arguing. You know, you, you be a negotiator sometime. I, I'm a production buyer i'm a i'm a material buyer and we negotiate and argue with people all day long so you, you don't have to be a lawyer because law school costs a lot of money <laughs> you get a business screen at that so Yikes. why don't you go ahead and tell us who your parents are kyle um alice weil brian weil and glenn lawson all right why don't you pass the microphone down to dakota so dakota i see you've got a football shirt on <laughs> yeah and uh you guys got a lot of uh, – as a football player, you got a lot to be proud of this year. 
you were even mentioned, uh, the football team was even mentioned at the school board meeting, which is, doesn't happen very often, <coughs> just simply for the fact for your, your perseverance, you're able to, you know, you, you go through the season without a win, you're taking your lumps, although there were some close games, but you come up and you win the first game in sectional, then you win the second game in sectional, and you, you hang tough with, uh, <coughs> with, uh, with Lures, who's probably going to, you know, they, they walked over Mishawaka Marion. Yeah, so, I mean, you guys got a lot to be proud of. And I, I, I would imagine that there's a lot you can take out of that that carries over to wrestling. Yeah, uh, just the mental toughness that you get from football and, uh, you know, just never quitting, you know, that carries on to wrestling a lot. You, you know, I talked to Marty practically every week. We did the coaches show. And uh, he never got down. He was he was always you know we're we're this close we're this close we got to correct this we got to correct that but as you know I love my players I like my players and and it seemed to me that that really carried over to the football guys you guys were you know helping each other up and patting each other on the back and if somebody goofed up it wasn't a you know it was a big deal but it wasn't a huge deal yeah we were de definitely a brotherhood you know. Everyone just loved each other the same, and you know, no matter what happened, you know, we always had each other's backs. So, what uh, what weight are you shooting for this year to wrestle? Uh, probably one ninety five. Is that uh, is that fairly natural for you? You got to come up, or you don't look that big. So, do you got to <laughs> come up or go down a little bit? Uh, I got to go up just a little bit. Okay. Uh, Rex asked a question earlier. Are there any other ninety five pounders around that you think is going to give you some problems this year? Um. I don't really know too many ninety-five pounders, so uh, I can't. I couldn't tell you. What uh, What kind of goals do you have for this year? Um, I'd, it'd be really cool to go up to state. You know, I I really really want to go to state this year. Now you were talking earlier about being an alternate at some point along the way. <laughs> I know that was a bit of a joke, but uh, so you would like to get down to the state finals? Yeah, that would be that would be pretty awesome. <coughs> that would be pretty awesome. So. I understand your 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 two twenty pounders a, a freshman. Yeah, obviously has a lot to learn. Your heavyweights a freshman. Usually a ninety five guy gets to face both both of those. So, yeah, you're you're kind of going to change this year from maybe a uh, a learning mode a little bit to a teaching mode in the in the wrestling room. Yeah, you know they all everyone has a lot to learn. You know they're just freshmen coming up from uh, middle school, and you know they might know a little bit, but they don't know everything. What what would you tell somebody? What What is the biggest thing that somebody, you know, the step from middle school to high school and the step from middle school competition to high school competition is huge. What would you tell somebody in that situation? What would what would be the, what you would consider your best advice you could give somebody that, that's doing that? Um, you definitely need to practice hard and your conditioning takes a big role in it because in the middle school matches, going to high school matches, they're doubled and it just your very first meet and a couple after that just hits you, you know. You're going to be exhausted, and it's just going to be really hard. So, and also the intensity, you have to step it up quite a bit too, I would imagine. Yes, definitely. What, uh, are you a senior this year? Yep. Um, what do you got planned for after school? Uh, I want to go to IU for um, something in the medical field. Like, uh, uh, oh, they got all kinds of different things opening up right now, like medical trainers and different things, so... Anything specific or just? Um, I was thinking about maybe being a dentist. But oh, I haven't completely set my sights on it yet. You know, I, I had thought uh, I had thought uh, uh, 
long about my junior year in high school being a you know maybe going into into dentistry and and uh, my biology teacher at the time was also the assistant basketball coach and he says so you want to spend your days looking down people's mouths you know and i thought well maybe not you know so yeah yeah that's true it is better than a proctologist by far (laughs) so who are your parents uh heather and james radebush and um, do you participate in – I know you participate in football and wrestling. Is there anything else that you do? Uh, not currently. Not currently. Uh, are you involved with, in any clubs or anything at school? Uh, I was in Spanish club, but I don't think we have Spanish club anymore at our okay. school. So. How, how do you like spending your spare time? I know you don't have a lot, but how do you like spending what, – what do you like to do in your off hours? Um, <laughs> uh yeah, sleep, I guess. I don't, I don't have too much spare time, so I don't really think about it. Okay. And uh, you mentioned the medical field. Is there uh, Was was there anybody that uh, you looked at and said, I'd like to do that, or is this just something that, uh, you know? It's just something that really fascinates and interests me, you know. I've always thought it's really cool, especially, like, you know, watching, like, shows and just learning about the body is just really cool. That would be neat. Um, so... As you come into your senior year, you, you always before you were probably uh, looked at maybe as, uh, you know, more of a follower. Or now this year you're going to have to be one of the leaders on the team, and you got a bunch of young guys there. Uh, you think you're ready to handle that, and and uh, how would you like to see it handled? Um, I think I'm ready to be a leader for them. Uh, I just you know would just like to have everyone's respect and you know just have them look up to me and see me as a important leader for their team you know i i ask kids uh all, all the time what what kind of what kind of legacy do you want to what do you want to be remembered for at, at, as a student at belmont high school as an athlete at belmont high school uh just someone who never gives up and uh i always try my hardest i guess that's uh that's pretty good that is pretty good okay we'll pass the mic along thanks a lot our next young gentleman down there uh john rubel and john i know People have heard you up here before, but go ahead and tell us who your parents are. All right. Uh, my parents are Joe and Becky Rubel. And, John, uh, what weight do you plan on wrestling this year? Uh, 152. <clears throat> Easy for you to make it yet? Um, Not too bad, no. Just, no. You just can't have that third bowl of ice cream at night, right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to ask him what he weighs because it could break some rules about legal weight loss. I mean, we don't want to do that. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> you know, we they measure at the beginning. They can only lose so much weight at a time. Yeah, okay. But uh, so, John, what are your aspirations for this year compared to what you completed last year? Uh, you know, last year I made it down to the state finals. Uh, that was pretty cool. You know, kind of nerve wracking to get down there. Um, didn't get the draw I liked. I mean, can't really help that. Probably not the greatest one. He ended up winning the whole thing, but. Uh, this year, I kind of have experience down there, so... Yeah, um, meeting a f- state champion Friday night's not always fun, is it? But, yeah, not the greatest. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, this year I'm hoping to make it down there and get a medal, so... I was going to say, um, I can uh, attest to the fact that once you've been there, the nerves are off a little bit, and then yeah. you can actually get down there, you make a little noise. Instead of just mm-hmm. going down to experience, you go down and actually be part of it and uh, succeed and uh, excel on some of that stuff. Right, yeah. So uh, I'm going to be more experienced. I kind of know what to expect there. Like, not everything's new. So when I first got there last year, me and Kyle were just kind of looking up. And it so many seats, so many people. It's, we we it's call crazy. that the deer in the headlights yeah, look. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, any local area wrestlers at uh, 52 that are going to give you some challenges this year? 
Um, I know I do have a Carol wrestler, Ethan Hicks. Mm-hmm. He's pretty pretty solid, so I'll have him. He's ranked. Uh, not sure. I think Logan Macklin from AC is probably going to be ranked. Well, I'll those guys are still playing football, so they don't know where yeah, they're going to be so at. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure when I'm going to wrestle them, what weight they're going. But those Well, are I know guys. that your match from November 29th has been moved to December yeah. 18th, uh-huh. so yep. that may give them a little bit more time to jostle their right, weight line, right. weight classes and line up a little bit. But, uh, yep. Um, John, is your senior this year, correct? Yep. And your aspirations for next year, possibly? Um, I'm thinking about going to uh, – PFW, not IPFW anymore, and uh, just kind of staying local a little bit. And uh, I'm trying to go into the medical field, so like major in biology or something. A little pre-med action. Yeah. Um, any outside activities, classes you like, uh, hunting, fishing, National <laughs> Honor Society, anything like I, that? I am in National Honor Society, but, uh, yeah, I kind of, outside of sports, I kind of just Video like gamer? Video gamer? Not not no much, gamer? actually. Not, not much. I don't Man. play much of that. No. What were you doing on the way up here? <laughs> on the way up here, I was um, actually playing Webkins. <laughs> yeah, it sounds weird, but yeah, I haven't been on Webkins in a while, and I remember my password and username, and I just kind of logged on. And All right, for playing. Bob and I, us old guys, what the heck is Webkins? A Webkins is a virtual pet that you have, and I've had my account since I was about eight years old. Um, I have lots of names. I have Keith the Magic Dragon. I have Brownie the dog, I have Juan Pablo the whale, so on and so forth. So. My mom has a cat on her phone that she's yeah. had for years yep. that you'll be going someplace and all of a sudden you hear this cat purring. I was like, yeah. who's your cat, mom? So. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, is that something you want to do more with in the future, uh, have more Webkins or become a professional Webkins person? or? <laughs> You know, I haven't really thought of that. I never really got that far. Um, I'm just glad where I'm at now. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Bob, a- Bob asked Dakota about uh, legacies and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you know that y- I mean, your family's been part of the Belmont wrestling team for, for yep. years and supporting it. Um, what do you, you want to leave to your legacy to the school and maybe to your children and your grandchildren to be able to tell them about uh, what your part of Belmont wrestling has been? Uh, you know, just kind of giving back to what I've received, you know. Uh, I've had plenty of guys throughout my life help me throughout the sport, and uh, now I'm to the point where I'm a leader. So I want to be remembered for kind of teaching the younger guys, letting them go through high school smoothly, you know. So, uh, yeah, just hard worker, good leader. That's kind of what I want to be remembered by. Well, I'm going to go into the maybe our from the archives, Bob, a little bit early, but um, the match on November 29th that was supposed to be wrestled yep. with Adam Central. Yep. They decided that, that was gonna they were gonna honor forty years the nineteen seventy nine yeah. team that was a state runner up. That's the first year we got close. We got beat by three and a half team points. So Eugene Grody and Dane and some guys got together and they started collecting everybody. Well this picture came out and mm-hmm. it has myself and some other guys in it. And uh they had cameras. It was black <laughs> and white. It's a black and white photo. But um one thing, one of the guys who Eugene Grody got beaten in the state finals by a guy named Stan Basket, and they are, were Facebook friends, were on, and they started talking about this team. I started looking at this team. I was like, yeah, we weren't bad. And I started looking at it. In this cluster right here together mm-hmm. are three guys who were state runners up. Wow. Shoulder to shoulder, three state runners up. BJ, this scrawny little kid right there yeah. next to it, uh-huh. ended state, up being a state, state champion. Champ. Yep. Uh, John, uh, Chris Malin in the back. Yeah. State champ. Yep. State um, champ. Steve Carter, state uh, third place. Yeah. Uh, a lot of other 
uh, state qualifiers in there. And you guys ever hear of a O crap Lloyd? No, I've never heard of that. O crap Lloyd? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lloyd. Well, he's right here. Okay, well. There he is. There he is. Lloyd. No. No. Yeah. When Whenever somebody does something, Lloyd Weldy was famous for trying to throw an over and under, but usually when he did it, he went right to his back. And Denny Hayes would say, oh, crap, Lloyd. So that was an an old crap, Uh Lloyd. So he's he's in this photo, but... um, yeah, he used it. He used another adjective. Gotcha. But um, so when you talk about legacy, you guys are young. You don't mm-hmm. think about it. Right. But 40 years ago, when they took this picture, you know, we didn't think that we we're going to be sitting here, old men sitting around talking. So when they have these these uh, nights at the matches, when they honor, I mean, Paul and his team were honored last year for state championship yep. teams of 87, 88. When well, they, last year was 88. Last year was 88. The year before was 87. Yeah. So, we did so I mean, those are the kind of things that. As you get older, you'll think, uh-huh. "Wow, this is this is really something." That's the legacy of Belmont wrestling because right. you know I, I had guys on Facebook and would come back and say, "You guys had some really good guys in that team," and it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh wait, ah, they weren't bad." And they start looking, start counting up. See all know, the state places. Yeah, there. all those guys' names crazy, on the wall. Yeah. So when you go in a room tomorrow night, start looking at those guys and start looking at the year 1979 uh-huh. and 80. Those guys are around that era. There were some studs back then. Yeah. Um, on the way to the state finals in '78. Um, mm-hmm. We had four guys going to the state finals. Uh, between the four of us, there was two losses. Wow. We were like a, 128 and two. Ocampo had one loss, and Franzi had one loss, and Mail and I were undefeated. So wow. we had four semi-state champions. When's the last time you guys remember a Belmont four semi-state champions coming out of there? It's been a while. It, I I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be this year. <laughs> yeah, this yep, year. for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, when we talk about legacies, I know you guys are young. You don't think much about it now. But those are the kind of things that your kids and your grandkids, I mean, my kids, they go up in the restroom and go, we look for you in a wall and you weren't up there. And when yeah. I was up there, you just didn't recognize the fat old ball-headed guy. But, but uh, so, I mean, that's something to, to keep in mind as going forward. I mean, as as you grow older and uh, start looking at this, it, it changes as you get older. Right, yeah. Bob? It does. It does, and and you know we've we've had the same thing happen. My kids will see my name, or my grandkids will see my name around, and guys go, "What did you do?" You know, well, I I've got a deep arrest record, so I have to tell them. No, I'm just kidding. No, it is it is pretty neat, and and as you get older, you think about those things. Obviously, right. uh, you know it, it it means something to you, and and uh, you know I I I go out and and people recognize my my voice or whatever and my grandkids go you, you know everybody you can't walk any place <laughs> you know and you, you do the same thing we have we have a, a lot of different teams up here over the years mm-hmm. and, and and we talk a lot about this like you know you can take your 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 kids and your grandkids back to your high school and show them your name on a trophy you know yeah and that's awesome. 20 30 years ago that meant something you know this mm-hmm. that we we won it doesn't say state whether you, you know, you were 26 and 2 or 2 and 16 or whatever. Your name's on that trophy in a school someplace on public display. And that uh, that really means something to a lot of mm-hmm. people. And, and, and your kids and your grandkids will be proud of that. So, yeah. yeah. So that's what we talk about when we, you know, what what do you want for your legacy? What do you want, you know? Yeah. And they'll run into somebody at some point, you know, well, I knew your, your dad or I knew your grandpa back when. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he was a hardworking kid or he was a – uh, you know, he was a real fireball or whatever. You know, they right. just so. But it's uh, 
you think about that i'll tell you you'll you'll think about that more when you get to to my age if you Mm -hmm. if you live that long and i I know a lot of times you'll you'll go someplace else around the state and somebody will be talking to you and they go where'd you go to high school and say i went to belmont and they go oh god you guys are so tough in wrestling how'd you do it it's like I don't know. We didn't think about it. We were just Belmont. That's all there was. I mean, you just realized you're Belmont. And when you walked on a mat, you had an advantage because you were Belmont. Whether you were a good wrestler, I mean, you could have been the best wrestler on the team, or you could have been like that 500 guy in the middle. Everybody feared you because you were Belmont. Now, there's other schools that have come up and got to that level, if not higher than that level. But back in the day, it made a difference. Yeah, for sure. I mean... I mean, yeah, teams have caught up to us, and there's teams like modern day now where you just kind of look, and there's not like a weak spot in that lineup. There's always – They were that way back in the day too. Yeah, so. still back – and yeah. there's like Perry Meridian and Warren Central, and there's Indianapolis Cathedral who's basically come yeah. up. So, yeah, there's teams like that all over that were kind of like the Belmont back then and kind of like the Belmont is today. That's yeah, what we're trying to recreate. You'll have to come back to that. So nope. while we're here and you got the mic, let's just do our shout-outs and we'll work our way back up here. Why don't you give your shout-outs, John, and All if right. they're the same shout-outs from the last three times you're up here. All right. Uh, obviously, my parents. Got to shout-out to them. Uh, taking me all these tournaments over the years, taking me all these practices. Pretty awesome. Shout-out to my brother. He uh, lets me beat up on him at home, <laughs> let, me throw him around, let me throw him around. When's that kid going to be in high school? We need him. He is in high school. He's a is freshman, he freshman this year. Yes. One or, or one Man. Or pounder. Yep. I thought he was like 10 years old forever. <laughs> he looks like it, yep. Um, and I got to thank Kyle. Got to thank Rowdy, or Dakota here. Got to thank all my uh, teammates for. Your homeboys. Yep. yep. Um, also got to thank uh, Coach Paul right here. He's uh, been a great influence. <laughs> and um, got to thank uh, Bryce Bumgardner. He uh, came from Jay County. He coached there last year, if you didn't know that. And uh, he's back at Belmont this year. He's practicing That's a with surprise me to me. I didn't know. I didn't know Bummy was back. Uh, he he is back. And, uh, yeah, <coughs> practicing with him is just making me better. So uh, he's helping me reach my goal of a state medal. Uh, yeah, shout out to any of your Webkins that you might Oh, have. yes. Um, Juan Pablo, I like you a lot. You're pretty cool. So, yep, he's the only one. <laughs> Pass the microphone down to Dakota. Dakota, you got any shout-outs tonight? Yeah, I'd like to shout-out my parents and my family for supporting me throughout all the years. I'd like to thank Paul and all the other coaches that put all their hard time and, you know, just are up there just to teach us some good old wrestling. And uh, I'd also like to thank John and Kyle as well because, you know, we've all just stuck together and, you know, they always help me and just everyone else in the wrestling room. Go ahead, hand Mike to Kyle. Kyle, it's your turn. First off, I'd like to thank my mother. Uh, sometimes she makes me smoothies in the morning when I'm cutting weight. <laughs> um, I'd also like to thank my dad for always coming to the matches in Fort Wayne that we have and um, around the local area. And I'd like to thank all my coaches that I've ever had. And I'd also like to send a special shout-out to Bruce Teamy for always talking to me after all my matches and having lots of inspirational words. Bruce, when he comes, you go to a match and he's got his red and white plaid yep. suit on. He kind of sticks out, but now hey, well, I, here, well. here, here's a little here's a little thing on Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, when I was a freshman, Bruce had already graduated and he you'd come back and work and as I was in eighth grade, I went up there and would work out, and Bruce had ICE. Was, so he'd leave half day at work and go home and work on a farm and come back in. And, and he usually had pig crap on his clothes, and yeah. he'd hang his pig crap clothes in the locker room. 
So that's what I remember about Bruce Timmy. I smell like pig crap. So, <laughs> but we give a shout out because you'll go to a match someplace. Bob, we'll, I'll go someplace. I used to referee. I'd go someplace, you know, 50, 60 miles away, and had nothing to do with Belmont or anything. And Bruce would be there. He just thought to be a good match, and he'd go watch a good match. Yeah, he'd, I've he'd, seen he'd, him at so many places. You go up there, you look at the very top, like left corner of the stand. There's Bruce. It's this big bushy fro. Got the fro going, but. Yep. <laughs> Why don't you pass the microphone to Paul and we'll let Paul give his shout-outs because I know that coaches coaches uh, have lots of people they like to thank, too. Yeah, well, you guys think the spouse is right. Oh, always. Because their life, your, your lifeline. <laughs> their life is your life. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, they don't see them a whole lot. Of course, got to do mom and dad. Mom and dad is, has always done a lot for me. And that, that, that spouse always helps run the club and do the shirt t-shirt sales and the fundraisers and i mean you as a coach is one thing but you always have to have that manager behind the scenes help that make things work too mm-hmm. and better say something to my kids yep dan and lee and patrick which the older two are in college now yeah. so you know i see them around town yeah they just turned 21 that's always a fun time <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> oh, and of course, John Rubel, who pretty much does our warm-ups for us now. He's yeah. in there. He's so he's like that player coach. Yeah, that player coach. Huh? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he. We were doing wrestle offs today, so Patrick was doing his wrestle off, and I was kind of watching Patrick's match, and I said, "Hey, you want you guys show this move?" And Kyle said, "I'll do it." So, and I'm going to put my pitch out to you guys. Any of you guys referee freestyle tournaments? Do you like refereeing freestyle? I've Okay. Well, when you graduate high school, that's one thing to think about. Refereeing. Tell you what, you make a lot of money. You stay close to the sport. And gosh, only knows we need good referees because a lot of the good ones are gone. I go to a match and look at it and it's like, oh, my God, this guy was terrible 20 years ago and he has not gotten any better. So we need good young referees. What's really bad is when you get to the sectional and then they're yeah. doing it. And they they got guys because they're 13 to 15 referees short every year, and you got a guy doing sectional that has not refereed a match all year long. And so They're really bad. Yeah. So put a shout-out to all those young kids who want to become referees next year. You know, I think you could say the same thing for about any sport. They're always looking for, for referees. Things have changed in the last few years where people don't go out and do as much as they used to, not as – because you can do everything from home now, and so they don't want to go out there and officiate or coach or whatever. They just don't put their foot out there and try to help out. Well, you know, too, I think as a as a coach and as, as, as an official, you're really putting your out, yourself out there for a lot of criticism. And some people handle it well and some people can't. And, uh, you know, we, we uh, uh, went up to uh, Garrett to watch a girls' ball game week ago Saturday. And what normally was a pretty good fishing crew, uh, uh, officiating crew, did a terrible job. I mean, they were just awful. But my wife and I were talking on the uh, on it, you know, about it on the way home. And I, you know, I said, well, it's their first game of the season too, you know. And and sometimes it takes a little while to get into that, into that rhythm. And uh, you know, as, as as a coach, you got to decide when to get on somebody and when to let off. You've got to decide when to get on an official and when to let off. And as an official, you kind of got to be that way too. You've got to decide that, uh, well, I'm going to take so much stuff from Paul tonight, and and that's it, you know. 
so you know you're really putting yourself out there uh, open, uh, opening yourself up for for criticism and uh, you know yourself as as a coach that there are officials you like and, and there's a and a referee yeah, there there are as a referee there's coaches you like to referee for and as a coach there's referees you like to see and uh, well of course I'm always right so when I go over to the bench <laughs> that's the only reason they get mad because they know that I'm right <laughs> and uh, you know I, I've, I've noticed too uh, that you can open up a sports page just about any day and find find somebody that's uh, 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 accosted a coach or a, an official, and uh, you know just it's it's terrible. And so many of the fans, and I, I'm I'm not an expert on anything, but you you sit up and listen to some of the conversation of the fans. Uh, the uh, ball game the other night, the the Dwinger fans were yelling. At that point in time, it was eight to two in fouls, with eight fouls being called on Dwinger and just two on Belmont. And one guy goes, "It's eight to two in fouls. You got to even it up." No, you don't. You got to, you know, you got to tell Dwinger to back off a little bit because they're fouling. They're getting cold on it, you know. So, you know, you hear a lot of stupid things like that. So, but anyway, they do need. I know every sport needs officials, particularly high school. And, uh, you know, Rex Rex mentioned the money, and uh, you know, you can turn uh, just about any professional or you can turn just about any high school sport into a I know a lot of guys that started out in high school and still some still do some high school but they're doing small college large college and uh, you can make some really good money doing it my understanding colleges they pay really well yes. but then yet you have more travel expenses yeah. as well yeah a lot of times they'll fly it yeah right? they'll pay for your flight yeah so. we know a, we know a couple of guys that were big 10 officials and and you know, they they were taken care of basically from the minute they left Fort Wayne or wherever till the time they got back, and you know, including you know, uh, airfare and hotels and and uh, being paid for the game. So, anyway, it's if if anybody out there is interested, it's a really good field to get into. We're gonna take another break. We'll be back right after this. Your Outdoorsman Shopping Headquarters at Hitzer, 269 East Main Street in Bern. Outdoorsman Christmas sale items include handcrafted made in Bern Hitzer Outdoor Fire Pits and Grills. Not just a standard fire pit, this heavy duty unit has an adjustable grill and kettle arm. This is built to last. Hitzer is the area dealer in Made in America Pelican Extreme Coolers. These coolers can keep your ice for up to 10 days. Visit Hitzer, your outdoor cooking and fire experts located in Bern. Come to Decatur Hardware and Rental in Decatur Plaza for rental equipment that make quick work of big projects. We have a Mahindra tractor with loader and backhoe, tiller or grader box attachment, or a skid loader with bucket or breaker attachment. Need to get rid of stumps, dig a trench, or post holes? We have equipment for that. Your locally owned hardware store in the same location for 46 years. Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza, your do-it-best store. Orthopedic care close to home at Adams Memorial Hospital with Dr. David Coates and his staff, specializing in orthopedic care from joint replacement surgery to treating sports-related injuries and much more. Dr. David Coates is board certified in orthopedics and treats patients of all ages. With joint replacement surgery, knee and shoulder disorders and surgery, fractures and sprains, hand problems and more, call 728-3900 for additional info or to set an appointment. Adams Memorial, exceptional care, close to you. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. 
like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent, someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graver Insurance, Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street, Indicator. Welcome back to Hitcher Fireplace and Patio Sports Weekly. And uh, we'd like to thank our special guests who are exiting right now. But uh, now it's time for the preview this upcoming week. Wednesday, November 14th in girls basketball. Canterbury will be at Adams Central. Thursday, November 15th, girls basketball. Snyder will be at Norwell. AC will be at Blackhawk. In girls swimming, Bluffton at AC. South Adams at Fort Wayne Southside. Friday, November 16th, girls basketball. Belmont will be at Jay County. North Miami will be at Bluffton. In football, Adams Central will be playing a small school called Pioneer, and they will be at Logansport High School, and that's the game that Bob and I will have. And Bob, I tell people last time we were at Pioneer, they look like a small college. They do, and they, I, I think they've still got that look. Adam Central's going to have their hands. Yeah, uh, they got that kid who leads them in scoring, passing, rushing, tackling. He was signed tackling. to a school called Notre Dame. Yeah, just a little school called yeah. Notre Dame. So Jack Kaiser, I think, is yeah, his name. Uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, so that's the game that Bob and I will be in. Bob, that's a 7.30 start time. 7.30 start time, yes. So Bob and I, the uh, WZBD microphones will be there. Saturday the next day, November 17th, in girls basketball, Wayne will be at Adams Central. Heritage will be at Belmont. Nor Northwood will be at Norwell. South Adams will be at Union City. In wrestling, the Super Duels at Bluffton start the season off as Southern Wells and West Noble will be there. Tuesday, November 20th, in girls basketball, New Haven will be at Bluffton. Concordia will be at Wayne. South Adams will be at Leo. Elwood will be at Southern Wells. In swimming, Oak Hill will be at Bluffton. Columbia City will be at Norwell. And I will have my first wrestling match that night as uh, Belmont will be at Columbia City that night. Yeah, Columbia City. So, starts our wrestling season. Where it was at. Yeah, they've moved it. They're building a high school, and so it's someplace different. So, uh, I will try and get some word out to it where it's coming from. But Or you can just stay home and listen to AJ do it, and I do it on radio. There you go. And, uh, you know, you mentioned from the archives a little bit ago, I've got another one. Uh, I don't know how many people around here knew Bob Strait. He was a, uh, he got his start. He was up, uh, uh, he was from the region, and uh, he actually got his start. He was a replacement coach at, uh, uh, what was the name of the school? Oral Park. It's over on the west side of the state. And his, his little team won the sectional his only year he coached there. And the old coach got out of the service and came back the next year, so Bob lost his job. But, uh, Anyway, he ended up at, at Huntington and had a very successful year. His uh, 64 team was uh, state runners-up. And uh, there was actually a fellow that had uh, Tyus Eaton on his, on his team. Uh, uh, Welcome Weaver was the guy's name from, e uh, from Eaton, but they eventually started Weaver Popcorn there in Van Buren. And Mike Weaver was a big part of that team uh, in 64. And, of course, everybody remembers the nine-overtime game between Liberty Center and Swayze. And uh, they, Huntington was in the second game there, and uh, they they got started so late. I think he said it was it was after five before that game actually finished because the first game had gone nine overtimes. And uh, I told you on the way down here, Rex, there, there one of the officials in that game uh, late in the ball game. There, uh, kid was shooting free throws, and and uh, the referee handed him the ball and said, "You got to hit these free throws, kid. I got to go home and feed my cows." You know, so 
<laughs> anyway, and that Mr. Strait passed away. Mr. Strait died on uh, on uh, Sunday night. He was a past president of the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I uh, knew him for years. Uh, he was one of those gentlemen that uh, uh, he was. I, I know he was tough on his on his players, but uh, everybody that played for him probably turned out to be a better person on account of it. And and uh, just a, just a great guy to talk to. Uh, of course, knew a lot about basketball, obviously, and uh, knew a lot about bringing up young men. He was a principal at Huntington, uh, and and I think even later Huntington North, for for several years, and uh, he was. Uh, I want to say he was in his late 80s when he when he passed away, but uh, uh, just a big loss for the uh, uh, high school basketball uh, fans of uh, you know. Uh, of, of the area and of the state. Bob, speaking of, of the archives, last week I was kind of under the weather, and uh, you was able to reach into the archives and pull out the tape recording of uh, Dave, Trevere. Dave Trevere, and Dave Trevere passed away uh, late this summer, and uh, it was great to hear that interview um, with Dave, and uh, I tried to send something off to his family so he could listen to it, and I think we're going to work on getting them a copy of that because, uh, you know, you, you don't think about it until they're gone, and then yeah. you think, you know, yeah, it's nice to listen to that again. So yeah, he was uh, Dave was another one of those guys that he was a great guy. Had a wide variety of experience. Uh, played at uh, Decatur Catholic small school. His his team played in the last Catholic. The team he was on played in the last last Catholic state tourney. Uh, he coached at Decatur Catholic for a number of years, and uh, you know uh, uh, they had a birthday party out, uh, for him out at the golf course. I think it was his. I want to say ninetieth, and that may not. I might be off a few years, but uh, and to see the number of people that come out for that, the number of people that played for him that were there, basically to honor him, uh, was just was just remarkable. No, Bob, I've been with you it was last season, this season, and one of the one of the shows I enjoyed the most is when Jack Meyer come up uh, I, you and know, we, we talked, talked to Jack Meyer, and yeah. Jack talked about basketball, and then when it was over, you know. After the show's over, I started talking to him about fast pitch softball. My father was around fast pitch softball a lot, and I played a lot of fast pitch softball. And back in the day, that was big for those guys too. And Jack Meyer was a, was a pitcher fast pitch, and we started talking about these old guys that that I knew my dad played with and against, and they were at the end. We talked for an hour about fast pitch softball after the show was over. I mean, and and those kind of guys, I mean, they're they're few and far between anymore. And for the fact that you was able to, to record. Uh, Mr. Trevere and have that on it is really something to to be thankful for and and people like to look at this show and say yeah it's a little small time radio show but a lot of people get a lot more out of it than you can imagine and by the way this is uh, since this is your last show uh, I want you to know that uh, I I really appreciate all that you've done and and uh, you know we had some great conversations coming down here and heading home and most of our great conversations aren't on the air you know yeah, that they they couldn't be on the air by the way well let's 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 look into the future I mean Adam Central either this week or next week are going to play the last game and that will be the last football game that you broadcast yes it will be so I mean we'll have to think about a a signing off you're going to have to get like a Keith Economaki kind yeah, of yeah. sign off saying, but uh, uh, they, your your football career is coming into an end, Bob. It, it is, it is. But uh, you know, we'll cry uh, a little bit. I know we will. Uh, <laughs> you know, leaving one thing, moving on to another, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, what is it you're moving on to? Uh, retirement. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm So to that. you're moving on to nothing. Yeah. yeah that's I'm moving, well, it won't be. Not nothing. literally nothing. It's nothing. Something different. Something. Just different. not as much of it. So I've never been retired before. So anyway. Uh, no, so it's it'll be fun. But anyway, 
uh, I just want you to know, you know, we lived next uh, door to each other for 20 years, and, and uh, it's it's been great doing football with you and having you come to the football coaches' shows and, and uh, having me up here on, on Hitcher Stoves. And, you know, you're, you're uh, a unique individual. Some of your insights are a little bit uh, – Unique individual. Uh, Is that a good thing, Steve? <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, some of your insights and some of the, some of the things you uh, talk with the kids about are, are – uh, really, uh, well, once again, unique. That's one thing you, you miss because these, these young kids come up here. And, Bob, you know, there's a lot of kids in high school today and a lot of people talk about, you know, kids these days aren't what they used to be. We've had a lot of great kids up here, and they're really good to interview, and they're all nice and polite and, and happy to be here. And they take their time to come up here and, and be with us on a show. And, I mean, it's something you really look forward to as seeing these young kids and think, you know, there's a future here for us. Yeah. Well, how many kids have we had up here, though? You know, uh, I, I talk all the time about how smart they are, and we've got kids that want to be doctors and lawyers and work in the medical field. And and uh, we had one nuclear kid that wanted to be a nuclear physicist, and he was smart enough. I mean, he wasn't blowing smoke. He actually wanted to, that's what he wanted to do. So, yeah, the the uh, we still got a lot of uh, kids that, uh, of great caliber and of great character. And, uh, you know, I've said this often too. The the product you see on the floor at any in any sporting venue is a result of a lot of hard work, you know. And uh, for for those of us that aren't around every day at school, every day at practice, you have no idea how many hours these kids and their coaches put in. And uh, you know, and that I've always appreciated it when they came up here because. We're taking time away from their, uh, either away from their practices or away from their families. And, and uh, like the one kid said, I don't have a lot of free time. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we talk about the kids and what kind of great kids are, and that comes from a lot of good parenting. And then we also know a lot of kids that uh, may not have the parenting that, that some kids have the advantage for and still succeed and yes. do a lot with what they have. And, I mean, those are the kind of kids you really are proud of, that they make something out of nothing. And? You know, kids like the uh, Belmont football team this year. They go 0 and 10, and by heck, they 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 still got a couple of wins in a, in, yeah. in them. You know, and so anyway, we've uh, I think we've been modeling enough here, but uh, we took it right to the end. Yes, we did. Once again, appreciate what all you've done, and, and I uh, like to thank you, and I like to thank Steve for putting up with us and some of our conversation puts him to sleep, and some of it we kind of rib him and make fun of him a little bit, but uh, he's always a a good sport. And uh, last week when Steve Rouse is up here, I mean we. We give Steve a hard time, but Steve gives it right back. So yeah, yeah. See, I like Steve for what the music he plays on Saturday morning. You know, <laughs> I'm just. I don't know. I listened to one the other day, Steve, and I I hadn't heard that song forever. I was like, where'd you even find that song? <laughs> From the archives, right? Okay. Well, we'd like to thank everybody for listening. It's supposed to be cold tonight, so stay warm and uh, make somebody smile. <laughs>